Good evening and welcome to Super Deluxe Cheesecast, where we talk about nothing but the most delicious breeze and uh, Swiss and Munster cheeses. Um, not any of that aristocratic trash that 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 Derek was talking about on Twitter. Derek, what was that called? Bella Vitano is not necessarily a a super bougie. You can get it at fucking Kroger, my dude. Like Brittany called it a bougie cheese. <laughs> it is. It could be. You don't specifically know. bougie ass cheese. <laughs> bougie. That's the best thing I've heard all week. Bougie cheese. Hi everybody. Welcome to Super Deluxe Games Cast. It's Thursday, October eighth. Um, been kind of a. It's been kind of a year for everybody. So uh, it's it's especially been kind of a week. So we're going to try to keep it lighthearted tonight, although there is something <laughs> that we did want to address at the top of the podcast here. And we wanted to talk just a little bit about the situation with Rooster Teeth, because we've all noticed that um, a lot of the industry simply isn't talking about this. Um, and I think that's a shame uh, because, you know, Rooster Teeth over the past several months, in fact, I think has been party to some 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 pretty some pretty bad shit happening which is really unfortunate because there are a lot of good people who work at rooster teeth i have i have a friend there who's community manager she's great um but and they're a big uh, powerful like they're a pretty big company like they've they've got their convention associated with kind of of funny and easy allies i think as well um doing production for them like yeah no i mean they're they're massive and they just let go of two of their biggest personalities for um inappropriate behavior like like i don't like i don't think we know the full scope of everything that's happened yet but they were let go for uh inappropriate behavior involving their fans which is even more insidious uh From what i understand there was um some level of infidelity which is basically confirmed and right. the accusations are that the the fans were allegedly minors or um underage as well which uh the problem is some of this stuff, I think some of the leaks originated on 4chan, which mm. kind of, but I mean, the, the leaks are, the, the images are real, the messaging is real, you know, so that's, it's just kind of some of the great Maybe stuff. Maybe some but of the details way, are fuzzy at this point. Yeah, we shouldn't, it's, yeah, but not good. Yeah, not, not good, good regardless. Well, and, yeah, and, and it's it's been a little disappointing to see kind of the, the you know, the radio silence from individuals in the industry who are mutuals and, and friends with these people. Um, because, I mean, you, you know, this is something that, you know, like, you know, I know, especially here on this podcast, we talk a lot about being allies and we talk a lot about shining a light in the darkness and we talk a lot about holding people accountable. Um, that's something that we stand for here uh on sdgc and and it's something that we quite frankly expect uh of our podcasting colleagues and friends uh in you know throughout the industry and you know i get that it's difficult sometimes to confront the ugly truths about people that we have been close to for many years but you got to do it and the radio silence on this from people that that we all know and respect uh has been deafening and disappointing Mm -hmm. it's it's really disappointing to have another situation like this and because it's not like the the trend of the month like it was when um the me too movement was trending Mm -hmm. it's like nobody's reporting on it or can you imagine if these were two ubisoft uh executives right yeah like sorry Brittany, not to cut you off no 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 you're you're absolutely right and, and and yeah, like I, I think some of this probably has to do with the fact that like you know it's different with a with a big 
publisher slash developer, right? Because there's a, you know, aside from, uh, you know, like friendly interactions at conventions and, you know, people knowing like, like there's not, there's not a lot at stake that there's, there's an issue with somebody on a big podcast or somebody in the industry saying, Hey, this is fucked up. And, you know, they don't have any, they don't have any skin in the game on that one. Uh, at the same time, when it, when it's something like rooster teeth, uh, which is wait, Hey, did we just go offline? We shouldn't be. No, no, we're online. No, keep going. Okay, I, uh, no, it was it, it was my Twitch. That was my Twitch was being weird. Sorry about Bl- that. Twitch in the um, matrix. But when it comes to something like Rooster Teeth, yeah, when it when it comes to something like Rooster Teeth, it's a little uh, it's a little disappointing <clears throat> uh, to see that that same. I don't know that 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 same that same idea that we have to we have to get these these elements out of the industry is is just not there and i i think in due to a large part because um something like you know a rooster teeth is far more intimately tied to a lot of the big content creators and i get it you know like it is it's tough to call out your friends it's tough i you know but to quote like, is some, it though know, if they're a sexual predator like <laughs> it shouldn't be yeah it's like it shouldn't yeah hard like like you know to quote somebody that I know, like who said something really smart to me a few years ago, sometimes you just gotta cut a man loose. Mm-hmm. And 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 the fact that it hasn't been done yet is really jarring. Damn. Really jarring. I, I don't know if anything else needs to be said about it, but it's but it's something that's it's something that we all agreed probably needed to be brought up simply because on this podcast, we like to practice what we preach. Yeah. I mean, there's also still time for this to develop a little more, right? So, you know, hopefully it develops in the way we want it to with a little bit of public. um, Like I said, the sources are so iffy. I can only hope that someone does have a lead on this. They're just trying to get some actual, like, you know, take the proper avenues and channels and and get real details and confirm stuff rather than just kind of forum posts. Yeah. Some actual professional. And actually I, Mm-hmm. I just saw something in chat that may, that that I, like is worth mentioning too is, um, you know, somebody said they wanted to see a stronger stance from Rooster Teeth other than they acted outside of our code of conduct. Well, okay, exactly. like like what, you know, like like when you're talking about you know code of conduct means like wearing shorts to work. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean that's like you know oh it's not Hawaiian shirt Friday you can't wear a Hawaiian shirt like, you know we're talking about like, I mean we're talking about you know, engaging your fan base in sexually inappropriate manners, potentially with minors, like that's, that's not a code of conduct violation. That's criminal. And, and if that's something that's going on, then people deserve to know about that. So, so yeah, like the situation, like while it's still evolving, definitely needs a little more transparency. Mm -hmm. It just, it just does. Yeah. You know, Um, but you know, like, like I said, that's, you know, that's, I think that's really all we need all we need to say about it but we did uh think that it was worth bringing up at the beginning of the show. Having said that, we are planning for a pretty silly, lighthearted, goofy yeah. podcast tonight because there's not a whole lot happening. Uh I mean, while and, we're talking uh, about accountability, this is a bad time to tell you about a a certain screenshot of a tweet of mine going around constantly in our mentions <laughs> in case you want to hold me accountable. <laughs> I hold you accountable for being fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, you are you are under arrest for being smoldering in the first degree. <laughs> Sorry. Twitter <laughs> harassment drama. 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to lighten the mood. Continue on. <laughs> so, are we um are we gonna are we kicking it off with what we've been playing? Do we want to? I think so. Do we yeah, we got time for that. Roll it off. That. Why don't we start with Why don't we start with Brittany in her absolutely fantastic Final Fantasy fourteen shirt? That shirt rules. Hold on. Oh, she's gonna never she's mind. Gonna... I, I thought she was Let's just leaving. Talk about... <laughs> I just pulled the fucking the cork. Are you gonna drink it out of the bottle? Hell yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I could. Yeah. But no, let's let's talk Do it, Queen. about a little game that I've been playing called Near Automata. Hell right. yeah! Somebody That's her right. You started near automata while saying near automata. Somebody gif it. All right, so Julian's got it. I've been playing a game, a little game called Near Automata, and I had started playing this game November, so almost a year ago, and I didn't make it through the tutorial area where you, um, where you can't save, and I got like an hour in, died at the last boss, yeah, and then it completely started me right back at the beginning cutscene where you're in the ships, and I was like. Mm. Not going to play this anymore, so I gave it a shot again. <laughs> a year later, I was like, all right, let's try it again. Was able to get to a save point, and I have to tell you, based on from what I've seen in 14, in all my mentions, from the music, from my first experience playing the game... It is a fucking wild ride, y'all. It is so much. It is something else. Like you go from robots fucking the robot fucking. Oh hell yeah! No, well, what's funny is I started that one and I died. All right, so I like because I was paying attention to the one rocking the baby, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Like. Why is that happening? And then I died. And then I ran back into the pit and I was like, are they fucking? <laughs> and then like, I started walking through them and I was like, they're totally fucking raw dogging it. Like, <laughs> what is this? And so I was like, all right, that's weird, but let's continue. And then immediately, right after the raw dog session, you go to the next area, and it's a fucking carnival, and they're wearing top hats. Hell yeah! And there's Very fancy. Rot, and I'm just like, what? What happened? Like, where <laughs> did I miss like a chunk of story along the way? Like, what is going on? <clears throat> Everyone goes to Six and... Flags after a good bone session. I mean. <laughs> I love that. I love that Britney's. I love that Britney's tone tells me she was thinking, "Okay, I'm at the carnival now, and I'm already thinking back to a happier time in my life when robots were fucking." <laughs> like, robots were fucking. Well, I mean, it starts off like, and this is the beginning of the game, so I don't care. But it, like, the game starts off really heavy. Like you, you blow yourself up. You're a robot. You come back. Your buddy doesn't remember. You know. So it's like it starts off really depressing and like. Everything feels so disconnected and emotionless. And then you fucking robots fucking got a top hat. Let's take our robot children to the carnival. Let's fight <laughs> this boss that eats androids. Like, it's just the weirdest fucking game. And so that's what I've been playing. 
do you like it so far though what do you do you like it so far though um yeah i do um i'm terrible at the combat but i'm getting better at it so you know how it switches from like the side scroller to like the different i am like for like contra um all those fucking i am terrible at them like shit absolute dog shit terrible at those types of games because i can't like i stare at one thing in front of me i can't stare at like stuff other stuff going be, i'm not very good at bullet hell games either yeah thank you yes bullet hell i am fucking awful so i'm bad at those parts but i'm okay at the like the actual combat sometimes yeah well, i'm i'm making it i'm fucking powering so, through so here's the thing brit here's the thing yeah in order to fully get the story you need to play through the game three times there's different endings, and you play as different characters. Isn't there an ending for each letter of the alphabet? There is, but most of them are there like is. gag endings. Like, yeah, you do like, a dumb like, thing, and you die cool. a specific way, and you get an ending yeah. K or whatever. Like, You don't really need to play through it three times. The You basically have to play through it twice. The second's from a slightly different perspective, and then the third playthrough is pretty much new content. It's like a continuation. So, it's just, yeah. Just, just yeah, play like, again like, after the ending. That's would, really would, it. Would be spoiler territory. Yeah, it's what I said. To say anything else would be spoiler territory. Mm -hmm. But like you're, like fucking strap in. You're, you're like you haven't even started the fucking That's, ride. And it was funny thing. because when I, because I was posting screenshots on Twitter and everybody was like, "Oh, just wait," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I, I need to give that game another chance because I, um, I don't usually get let hype like affect my enjoyment of games, but I. Spent years just being told like this game will this like blow your mind ever. and this yeah. twist and like th this ending is just and um I mean there was other things I didn't like but it wasn't a bad game but like I just I played through the whole game and I got to like the true ending and did everything and I was just kind of like you know I think it just it just couldn't possibly live up to that for me but um I I'd like to go in now that I kind of seen it all and soak it in a little bit more with all those expectations removed and, and trying to appreciate because I know nothing. I haven't been spoiled on anything. I don't I don't know anything about what's gonna happen. So that's that's me. Robot fucking. That's what I've been doing. Robot fucking. I I uh I <laughs> We'd be thinking about that all night. I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Julian and Chat, who does the music for our for all of our shows. Um I know we have some industry friends who listen to this podcast. Uh if you're looking for somebody to do music for your game, Julian is amazing. So fucking just, good. Just just throwing it out there. And if you want to find him on Twitter, he is at uh, he is at uh, at J U L Z V Z. Same as on same as on Twitch here. Oh yep, can confirm oh, he is the best. Go hit him up, Julian Rules, and he is incredibly talented at what he does. Uh, so um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, <laughs> I have been juggling multiple different games. Um, so today I spent almost all day. As I'm off work this week, I spent almost all day, uh, Brittany, especially this, this will, and, and Jeff, this will pique your interests, grinding my miner, uh, to 80 and then grinding his drag, his, uh, dragon song or his dragon song, uh, pickaxe out. So I finally got that. Uh, and then I have just been floating around, uh, the, um, the diadem, uh, trying to get scripts. That has literally been my entire day. Just grinding. Can we just like, talk about, about how Jeff 14. Got it. became like a brand new person by taking off what? his glasses yeah, and his really sweatshirt? Like, I was like, who's this? <laughs> well, I just became aware that I was wearing like three layers and I was getting so fucking hot because I have the heat. Like, sweat and I'm drinking and I get really warm when I drink. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm but just, yeah. 
No, I, I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen all day. Just grind and grinding mining fucking sucks. Like grinding, like I fell asleep three times. I, I no, way to sell the game, John. No, 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 no. The game itself is amazing. A grind, like like if you're not used to an MMO grind, like holy shit, get drink some fucking coffee, put on some fucking Metallica, get yourself psyched up because you will need it. Like I. Especially if you're sitting like in a big soft armchair like I was, because it's just mining ore over and over and over and over. But I've got my got my dragon song pickaxe now, so I'm good. No more no more fucking mining for me till like I don't know tomorrow. But I've also been playing. I've been doing a replay of Dragon Quest 11 S on Switch because that game fucking rules. Uh, and it was actually since it's October and it's Spooky Game Month. I am going to start up Luigi, uh, Luigi's Mansion Three play uh, replay. Uh, we should do after, multiplayer together. That game, fuck, that game is fucking awesome. And it after is. that, I'm gonna play Resident Evil Four. Yeah, because it's October. Nice. That's what I'm playing right now. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> like people listening have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> if they watched last episode, they will. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. Yep, yep. I, uh, all right, uh, who wants to go next? Who wants to go next? We got Derek, Jeff, and Finn. I, I can go Finn, next. Finn, are you okay? Finn looks so sad. <laughs> he's, he's... No, no, Finn, you got to. Hey, nice. he's allowed to do his own way. Yeah, it, uh, Finn. Finn's just vibing. Yeah, he's just vibing. Finn's just vibing. Vibes for the poor? Vibes so, for the poor. So I've been playing... Um, two games primarily um i've been streaming on our channel uh some alien isolation which i'm going to stream a little more of tomorrow um game came out in 2014 i played it back in 2014 i loved it i haven't played it since then i was intending to stream it for october for a long time so i've been waiting like almost a year for october to come around again so i could stream (laughs) alien isolation and it's such a good game it's it is scary as shit it is full of oh, love yeah. for the original Alien movie, which is still by far the oh. best. One of my favorite horror I movies you, of all time. Derek, I thought you were just going to stop it. It's full of love. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> for the, well, you know, we did have somebody who was RPing as the alien in the chat earlier who was like, I'm just trying to hug, give you a hug. And it was like, it was mm, not no, your hugs hurt. Um, but that... <laughs> And then um tongue yeah a little bit. Yeah, not it's not the the no, it's not good. It's not good. Um <laughs> it's bad kisses. It's we're supposed to be social distancing right now, alien, and this is not really um appropriate. The space count are yeah. you supposed to social distance in space? I, yeah, absolutely. You know, in <laughs> in space no one can hear you ask them to step back up to six feet. Um, and then I've been playing, uh, I've been replaying Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, uh, which is the GameCube Fire Emblem, uh, the one that Ike, the first one that Ike is from. Um, and it's been a long time since I've played it and I'm, I'm happy to report that it is still the best Fire Emblem game. Um, Ike is an incredible protagonist. It's a good story. It's a good cast. Uh, it is very well written. It is not overly complicated in its mechanics, it is fairly balanced with a decent amount of difficulty. Like it's it's not as much of a walkthrough as some of the newer games can be, even on their harder settings. Uh, but it's not like bullshit hard. And it's interesting to go back to it because there's a lot of. I mean, obviously, Path of Radiance. If you 
played it, you know, and if you don't play it, you, you don't know. A lot of the story of the game is is built around race and racism. Uh, using fantasy races, not actual skin color race, because Japan's not ready to have that version of the conversation yet. But, you know, they told a version of it. And they, like, have conversations about the concept of privilege within a GameCube Nintendo first-party JRPG. Like, you know, Ike has to sit there and be like, Oh right, I'm I'm like a white boy who grew up in a sheltered, safe world, so it's easy for me to say that this stuff is, you know, one thing or another. Like, it's it's just a good game. It's just it's just a good game. Um, so yeah, those those have been the two that I'm playing, and I'm looking forward to uh, beating Path of Radiance, moving on to Radiant Dawn, doing the save import thing. Um, but that's that's been me for the past like week or two here. I've enjoyed your Alien streams. Yeah, it's been a good time. It's like. Actually, Derek, I was listening to it while I was mining today, <laughs> and every now and then the tedium would be like pierced by a shriek, <laughs> and, and 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 I'm like, oh, Derek. <laughs> if you look over the Derek. stream, I'm just sitting here like. <laughs> I was actually picturing the uh, Ned Flanders scream. <laughs> 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 I can't make my tongue do that. <laughs> but... <laughs> Purple drapes. <laughs> <laughs> too much tongue going on that's the most I got. <laughs> about that one episode where we all licked our switches mm, then why don't you go team. ahead and go next and preface it with with what you got going on tonight you know what i'm talking about i don't you're doing a giveaway son oh that okay <laughs> i didn't know we were playing what we're doing here okay I, we had already established when in the show we would be doing this, and you're oh, swerving we? I thought we were, we were going to kick off, and then we just forgot about it. No, no. Apparently, uh, John just doesn't listen to our plans, and it's fine. Let's we do it. That. So, yes, we uh, have a giveaway this week, courtesy of the lovely folks behind Crash 4. Um, I have put out, I put out the call earlier this week to let us know what your favorite memories of said franchise was. And uh, hold on there. There's one thing I've been really meaning to say. Um, Oh God. Oh, I'm so excited. John, I'm disappointed in you. No, no, no. I get that from my wife all the time. I'm used to that. So as we all know, everyone's favorite marsupial uh, is back in crash bandicoot four. It's about time. Uh, and in a game about time travel, I guess you could say you can crash forward. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you for your time. This has been my TED Talk. Um, let's give away some games. How about that? I'm so proud of everybody. Everyone face palming at the same time. I think I froze. I don't know what's going on. No, you're you're good. Okay. You're not frozen. Just, I don't know if you're good, but you're not frozen. Uh, this, this just this just makes me happy. So, what I'm going to do is, I want to reward the people in chat. So, people in chat, if you would please indulge me, and if you have entered into the contest, let, give me a sake bless in chat. And you will get first dibs at my random number generator because I have already picked the list of winners, but I will go in the order of the people in chat first. So, okay, 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 okay. One, now that I've got the... Uh, 
Oh, see, so, all right, so people in chat that didn't know, uh, the official account tweeted out that if you tell us your favorite memory of Crash Bandicoot, the franchise, you would be entered into a chance to win a PS4 digital code of said game. Now, we've gotten several Saki blesses in chat, so let me compare that to my list of the previously picked winners, and the first one will go to... Not Bronson Lee, because he's a cheater and we don't want him to win anything. It's actually Insanity Gamer. Ha ha ha, Bronson. Because Bron Bronson's, <laughs> Bronson's answer to the contest is, what's my favorite memory? Is winning this contest. And I'm like, no. <laughs> not on I my watch. Should count. It I does think that not. should count. <laughs> it doesn't. He actually was Bronson not chosen to win. does not experience linear time in the fashion that we do, so... This is true. So Insanity Gamer, do me a favor. Shoot a quick DM either to the official SDGC account or to me on Twitter at Nola Nerdcast, and I will fit you with your code. However, you may think, wow, I didn't win. Joke's on you, suckers. We got two more codes to give away, and those will be sent out later in the episode. Oh, we're going to so keep stringing people along. Stay like in chat. Yeah. That's right. Stay we got to make them stay and listen to our bad takes. Also, I, like I am not above bribery. DM me your favorite thing about me, and maybe that might grease the wheels. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. <laughs> I think you're going to say shoot me your Venmo. <laughs> oh, God, no. I'm not that way, okay? No, I think he I would not get codes anymore. My, my <laughs> I, I was expecting to every was, now and then. That's fair. I was expecting I Finn to say, fine. for the last two codes, please subscribe to my OnlyFans. And uh, <laughs> uh, my only fans is just me uh, rubbing Saki's belly because the baby kicked for the first time yesterday, and we are just beside oh, ourselves man. with joy. Oh, I'm so. What do you have to take a joke I make and make it incredibly wholesome? Like, uh, because I would still do an OnlyFans for that because you know there's an audience yeah, for that. He's it's incredible. Fine. That's why. Uh, okay, so back to the games I've been playing, which is going to be very quick because I have not been playing much this week. Because we are still unpacking, uh, as you can see, if these are all these games and collector's editions and figures and stuff that I'm about to sell, and my room is just packed with just garbage right now. Garbage of awesomeness. However, I have been playing one thing, and that was the entirety... Well, the rest of the world played Donkey Kong Country 2. Your boy Finn played Mario Super Pie Cross and beat the hell out of it. 100% of that game, both Mario and Wario, all 10 stages, plus the special. So, you know. You know how much and I then I I've been playing Doken Battle, and I got the new Gohan, and he's cool, and he can turn into Ultimate Gohan, which I know everyone is very excited to see. Look at that. Look at Ah, oh, he's so cool. And then I also got um where is it yeah i got the new vegeta he's all like raw best boy <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't say yamcha um but anyway that's what i've been playing not much this week it was a big pie cross week and uh i look forward to finishing the avengers campaign this weekend i'm gonna delve back into that because i kind of fell off of it uh waiting for julian to play some co-op with me um that's all i got moving on to jeff Jeff, what have you been playing recently? 
Oh man, I hate this question because I. Uh... <laughs> Do you need my wine? No, no, I got my my whiskey here. Um, I've been examining the anomaly in Flight Simulator. Yeah, I mean, so a lot of the games I play are just stupid, and I I don't like talking about them. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Flight Simulator, and it's a very hard game to explain to people. I don't so much feel like I'm talking about playing the game as like explaining to people why I'm not crazy for playing this game, because um, nobody gets it. Uh, but I've been I've been playing a lot of Flight Simulator. Um, I'm kind of past the initial getting familiar with the game overall phase. And now I'm like really digging into like individual aircraft because each airplane like obviously operates entirely differently. So uh, my day today was like posting for tips on the forums and I got two uh, helpful responses. One's like, oh, here's a guide on how to land an Airbus 320. But, and I was picturing like a little like wiki fact that someone wrote on GameFAQs or something. They linked me to an Airbus manual, which was 124 <laughs> pages. And it had like, an entire 30 pages on just entering your flight plan using like, and I'm like, this wasn't quite what I was looking for. I just wanted to know how to land it without crashing. So uh, I don't know. There's a weird, there's a weird sense of satisfaction between like just figuring out little pieces of the instrumentation and stuff like that. And like when things finally click, so like I was finally, finally able to land this like giant aircraft without crashing it. And it just floats down on the runway. And then you kind of cut the throttle and it just drops with the satisfying clunk and the, I mean, the, the audio-visual experience in the game obviously sells it, but uh, I don't know. Again, it's just kind of like a, an easy way to nerd out. Um, other than I that, love it. <laughs> I've been playing... Uh, so I've been all over the place. Uh, I've been playing... I started Resident Evil 3, finally, because I, I wanted to wait to get it on sale, and it was on sale for half price. I didn't realize you uh, haven't played it yet. Yeah, I mean, I heard it was short, and money's tight. I wasn't going to drop... It is short. You know, games are all 100 bucks here now, so... Ooh, that's um, right. Yeah, so I grabbed it for forty bucks, which is which is uh, less than half price. Um, I, I only got like an hour or two in. I hit the sewers, and sewers is when I like check out of games because I don't like sewer <laughs> levels. I'll come back to it. But it's I get why people were disappointed coming off of two. But for me personally, this game rules. Like I don't have to use my brain. I'm playing on easy. Jill starts with an AR. There's ammo everywhere, so I'm just like running through like this set piece driven. Uh, zombie shooting gallery and a little bit of light puzzles in there. And yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, I played the original. Terrifying though. Yeah. He's, uh, I like him more than Mr. X so far. He's, he feels easier for me to like, I just pop some rounds into him and he goes down and I just run away, but it's definitely not helping my anxiety. That's for sure. Um, and then the last piece, the last game I've been playing uh, is, uh, I tweeted about this from the official account the other week. This is always uh, there'll be a couple people on here things to say. As I started, finally started Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, I bought this I don't know game. Why you're so excited, John? I bought, this game. I bought this game probably six years ago. I've installed it five times, and every time I do, I tweet out a screenshot of installing it. And every time I do that, I get talked out of playing it, and I uninstall it. So I uh, I finally booted it up. Um, and you know what? It's not bad. I I didn't like it at first. I was not at all drawn to the characters or the... The intro to the game is really weird. I don't know if it's just me, but it doesn't, like... It gives no context for what's happening. It's, I not, had to read you. it's, it's not just you. It is okay. famously no. the worst Final okay. Fantasy at setting up like, its world. They keep talking no. about no. Falsy and no. Lissy. And I had to go into the data log to even find out what a falsy is. They're just, and they say the way they work, they're like, they drop falsy every five sentences. And there's the not enough context in the conversation to figure out what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. 
so much better than Final Fantasy VIII. Like, it's not even fucking no. close. Like, no, no, uh, no. I will so say, I, I will say, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I got to the very end and couldn't beat it. Oh, this is actually a funny story. I'll tell really quickly. I was playing this in college. Uh, I think on my PSP, and um, I got to like, I basically got to the end of the game. I think it was at like either the final boss or one of the final bosses, and I was, I couldn't beat it. So I spent like weeks trying to level up, like grinding to level up to beat it. And then my friend eventually tells me, though, the enemies scale. You're just too bad yeah, at the game. They do. <laughs> so yes, I they never, do. So I never finished eight, but eight has the draw system, and thirteen doesn't. So I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying thirteen more. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll tell you a funny story about Final Fantasy VIII. I picked it up expecting it to be good. <laughs> it's a good game. It's a good game with a few flaws. It wasn't mm-hmm. at all. Uh, just throwing. That all out. right. It's, it's better than thirteen. Yeah. What? I will okay. say I, I love linear games, and I was expecting a linear game, but I didn't expect the memes about 13 just being holding the analog stick forward to be so true. Like, I am shocked. 10 was I mean, like that, but every 13 is like... Linear, every single one. Every single one. No, but like literally... Linear in terms literally, of objective, not linear in terms like a two of... Meter, a you have a two-meter hallway, and that's it. Every oh, time seven, I can go like over to this corner of the room. It was literally the exact same structure, and everybody loves it. And then thirteen does the same thing, and every and everybody hates it suddenly. It doesn't make any sense. Thirteen has the best combat in the entire series. No, no, battle. and I will die on this hill. Final Fantasy Ten Two has the best combat in oh, the Final Fantasy no. series. Yes, it does. Final Fantasy Seven no, remake no, has no, planted no, no, both. Uh, and that's all right. We wished our time for Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me break down to you in just thirty short minutes about how Final Fantasy. So 13. it's October. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that it is spooky season, as we are all saying as a collective shorthand to say that uh, it's the one month out of the year where we're allowed to overindulge in horror content. Um, now, uh, wait, I'm going to take this uh, time to leave because spooky games are spooky, spooky and are- I have nothing to contribute to this conversation. Well, you know what? I avoid then? them all. You know what? So let's talk instead of of. Um, for you, because I don't want you. Oh, he's he's got his headphones off. It's too. No, late. I'm listening. Okay, I was gonna say for you, why don't you talk about instead of of what the rest of us are gonna talk about some horror game we hold in high regard and why it's something important to us. So, just find another game. Uh, it's Eternal Darkness. Oh, well, that's a horror game. Nah, game, it was more of a thriller. You know what? No, that game was count it. Oh. Count it. Talk about it. You Look, go I first. talk about it, hating on scary games, yeah, but I play muted, a lot right. of them. <laughs> oh, Jeff's muted. I'm not muted. No. No, Jeff is muted. Oh, I am muted. Oh, that's fine. I wasn't playing anything for him. Go ahead, Finn. Tell us about Eternal Darkness. I'm so man. confused. It's good. Tell me about why I Eternal keep... Darkness is important to you. Yes. Oh me? Yeah. Yes, you. <laughs> I, look, I've been freezing. I can't talking to I, Jeg. No. What is this Jeg? Yeah, look, so let's glad just you say, brought up Eternal Darkness, Brittany. Tell me why was, Eternal Darkness is so important to Finn. Oh my God, I was so um, sad when you decided so not to listen. stream it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't so, know. <laughs> so I, I liked Eternal Darkness because I mean I didn't even think it was going to be that scary of a game, and it all ultimately wasn't. But I really loved the uh, the the like 
psychological like mind game things i legitimately when it told me that my memory card got corrupted i legitimately yeah. freaked out and i got up and turned reset my game and i did not know that it was part of the game but like all the stuff where you like your limbs would just fall off or you're walking on the ceiling or you're teleported back into the room you just left and now there's monsters and you don't have any weapons there or your controller got unplugged or the the one that always got me was the fly yeah that was like on your tv yeah oh it was just and then i really liked the way that you could play the game you had to play the game three times to get the true ending because you had to go each you know what it did the three colors better than mass effect 3 uh so but anyway i mean silent hill i really enjoyed like the resident evil one through four you don't like horror games, games and you bring up like yeah, the king on. of it, horror games, look, Silent I, Hill. I just, I literally just said, I, I, they scare me, so I usually avoid them. But there are some I've delved into. Yeah. Until like, I'm the same way. Scary. I don't I play horror play games, but while I, while I'm on the, subject, I don't like soda. But I want to talk about Dr Pepper, and also I've been known to drink Coke and Pepsi. So, <laughs> <laughs> look, the best thing a horror game has ever done since eternal darkness has been until dawn the way they don't tell you that they're going to use the playstation camera but then at certain points in the game it records your reaction to certain jump scares and then later you can replay how fucking terrified you are and it turns out i hit myself a lot when i'm scared i like <laughs> throw the controller and like bring my fist down onto my legs like god damn it like I just get mad that i got scared and it was really fun to see it happen over and over and over again <laughs> Uh, like a, like a child, I would constantly be scared. Anyway, that's all I got. I'm gonna get a drink. You guys keep talking spooky season. Yeah. So, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to go next because I have something that I, d I don't think a lot of people have played. Sure. Um, so like, as far as horror games go, like the one I wanted to talk about is Lone Survivor, the director's cut. And, um, Lone Survivor is a game by, is a game by, uh, Jasper Byrne who was a huge fan of the Silent Hill uh, series, so much so that he actually created a, uh, he created a, a game based, like heavily influenced by Silent Hill called like Quiet Mountain or something like that. Like it was, it, but, but, but Lone Survivor. Oh, I see people in the chat are, are know, know about Lone Survivor. So Lone Survivor is a 2D Silent Hill typed, uh, basically, it looks like it's Silent Hill, but what if Silent Hill was a 2D side-scrolling game on Super Nintendo? And it doesn't sound scary, but it, the, the game is fucking unnerving. And there is a real... The reason I love it so much, one, is because it really nails that Silent Hill-style horror that I that I absolutely love, but also... At the end of the game, so there's so in order to actually so there's five different endings. There's a blue ending, red ending, yellow ending, white ending, and I, I can't remember the other color. But but to get the white ending, you have to do which is the the actual true proper ending. You have to do a very specific uh, like like for example, you have to make it through the game without without even firing your gun. You have to make it through the game without taking any meds. Um, and at the end of every playthrough, you get a mental health report. And in the mental health, it's basically, it's, it's called a psyche valve. And it tells you, it breaks down every single action that you took throughout the game and, and talks to you about your, about the psyche of your character. And basically the premise of the game is there was, there is a, a pandemic or some kind of disaster 
that happened and you and you believe that you were the last living person in this city and everybody had everybody else has been turned into a uh, some kind of mutant that's inside out and it, it is incredibly fucked up and it's like when I say it's Silent Hill, like you'll be walking through an apartment complex, you go to a hole in the wall, and all of a sudden everything is made of fucking meat, and everything is pulsing, and meat. and it everything is made of meat, and it is so fucking. It is the one of the most atmospheric horror games I have ever played, and it will constantly, it will constantly have you guessing or second guessing as to what. The, as to what the nature of everything happening around you really is. And when you get the 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 white ending and you realize the truth of what has happened, it will stick with you for weeks. When you when you actually comprehend what has happened in the game and what the game is trying to tell you and the truth behind the protagonist, uh, Finn, we're talking about uh, Lone Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, you will, like I said, I thought about that, the end, the true ending of that game for weeks and you can do a playthrough in two hours. So, I mean, like, like it's not a very long game, uh, but it's on PlayStation four and PC and, you know, Vita, if you're rocking the Vita and, uh, highly, re- Hey, I, I, I played it on Vita highly. Re- I might even stream that game this month because that is just such a you should. game. Um, time one, of the fi- one of the finest horror experiences I have ever had please somebody go next i can go next real quick if if we're okay with that go ahead Derek. um so probably if i'm going to think of of what is my like favorite horror game or most impactful the one that i hold like closest to my heart um it's probably gonna be evil within two uh so it's a good one yeah so the evil within and, and a big part of that is because i think evil within two is very unique in the way that its importance to me, part of that has to do with its relationship to the original game, right? The original Evil Within is this solid, like decently put together, kind of disjointed, but but very fun and serviceable, like Resident Evil 4, like, you know, action horror game. Uh, it's fun. It's dumb. It's you know, very, very generic in, in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, the most generic protagonist ever, uh, the most gen- like nobody, there's no character arc. There's no anything. It is, it is Resident Evil four. It's, it's even created by the guy who created Resident Evil. 4. Yeah. Shinji Mikami. Yeah. yeah it's Shinji Mikami. So, um, then the evil within two comes around. And if the evil within one is Resident Evil four, then the evil within two is like Silent Hill three. Or Silent Hill 2, one of those two, kind of both. Um, it's definitely more Silent Hill inspired. It's open ended as opposed to like long corridors and set pieces kind of style, like Resident Evil 4 very much was. Um, it is significantly more character focused. It takes this crazy, stupid, ridiculous, unrealistic, wild horror story, this roller coaster that you went through in Evil Within 1. And then it shows you what that would have actually done 
to somebody. And Sebastian goes from being this Leon Kennedy-esque, like, blank slate of an action hero protagonist to a deeply, deeply fucked up and broken man. Um, His, like, generic tragic backstory that isn't important at all in Evil Within 1 becomes the focus of the second game story and his relationship to his missing daughter and well, you know, who he thinks is dead. Um, and spoiler alert is not, you find that out very, very in the beginning of the spoilers. And like what, what all of this did to his relationship with his wife. And then also what losing their child did to his wife is very important because she's a major character. And it is, it is a story of, uh, of post-traumatic stress it is a story of um, of mental health, but primarily of of overcoming um, severe like PTSD and other mental health issues. Because Sebastian is defined by the way that's impacted him through most of the game, and it comes to a head with him kind of finally, slowly being able to peek past that and become a little bit more. Um, whole and yeah, like it's very easily to take a very as as Blaine put it, ableist approach to getting over mental health issues with like just do it. Like if you just try harder, you'll do it. And even within two manages to say that like yes, you can do that. Yes, it's going to be one of the hardest fucking things you will ever do. And it's it's not about like shaming you for not being able to just get over it. It's saying you will eventually become whole again you will eventually move past these things um and it's going to be monumental when you do so uh and it's just a super well put together game but it's to me it's just it's the writing most horror games are not that well written not that deeply written like they're fun they might have decent stories but even within two is actually just one of the better written games of this generation if you ask me but again if you didn't play evil within one a lot of that impacts probably kind of lost you know, I think it's interesting to me how you go from the original Evil Within as a big, dumb, shock horror game to something that then context recontextualizes that as actually really fucked up to have gone through. Um, you know, most horror games don't don't have somebody, you know, become a broken, alcoholic shell of a person at the end because they had to fight people with barbed wire wrapped around their heads and shit. You know, it's, it's, we overlooked that shit. So, so even within two, shout out to these sequences where the ghost chases you in the evil within two, which are like some of the scariest shit I've ever had to do. And completely optional. If you, if there's, if you just don't do a side quest early in the game, that enemy and those sequences will just never happen. Like that's wild to me. The one where she's w- walking around that small room and you got to like sneak. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. No. Yeah, no. Nope. Ooh, Fuck. Yeah, just thinking about it. Fuck. So, so yeah, Evil Within 2 is is my favorite horror game. And I wish and hope to see more horror games um, take that level of care in their stories and their characters and their themes instead of just being like, what's the scariest thing we can throw at you? So. Speaking of scary, uh, Jeff. Why don't you talk to us about a, a spooky game? You're muted, Jeff. Jeff is muted once again. Thank you. I definitely was going to forget. <laughs> I'm, I'm so paranoid. Like, I'm bumping shit on my desk all the time, and I don't want to fuck up the audio. So anyway. I mean, and I do it. I'm plunking around with my water bottle, so. <laughs> he just poured water on himself. You're okay. Yeah. Um, I, I 
used to play a lot of horror games. I used to watch a lot of horror movies. I find as I've gotten older, I I don't want to brag, but like I don't get scared by stuff. Like I just don't. I don't. I don't get scared by games or movies. Nice bragging, Jeff. I get stressed out, which is like a very different feeling, and it's not one that I enjoy. It's not really what I look for in games. I kind of just want to like relax. So I've I've steered away from them, but I've played like you know so. The pick I'm going to go with is pretty cliche and, and like mainstream because it's a really fucking good game. Um, so I wanted to just really quickly talk about two other games that aren't horror games, but that I really dug the vibe of. Um, one is actually Gone Home, which is like I adore Gone Home, but it's a really weird game because it's 90 minutes long. And for like 70 minutes of it, it's got this really kind of like creepy, unsettling vibe. You're kind of going through a house. Everything's dark. You're flicking lights on in a room one by one. And I, I didn't know what the game was about. So I was always kind of waiting um, for something to happen. And yeah, it's it's not a horror game. And in hindsight, it's not even scary. But uh, that just kind of like sticks out. I just vividly remember the first time playing that game and just kind of like slowly peeking through this house, trying to like figure out what's going on and stuff. Um, and then the other one, which will be controversial, is uh, Doom 3 has a lot of problems. Um, it's maybe... It's not, I get why people don't like it compared to other Doom games, but I kind of dig the vibe and the atmosphere of that game. Uh, it's, again, it's maybe not, once you get like later into the game, it's not that scary, but I like the dark hallways. I like the imps spawning in behind you. And it's just kind of like, um, I don't know, I'd like to see like, maybe in addition to like the main Doom games, I wouldn't mind seeing like a really like slower, more horror approach to Doom. I think that'd be really cool. Doom 3 kind of tried that, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, yeah. so I appreciated what it did there. Um, but my, anyways, my pick's got to be the first Resident Evil, either yes. the, either the first one or the remake. I love them both. The remake obviously is just technically better. Um, it's so fucking the red zombies are so spooky. Oh yeah, heads, Crimson yeah. Heads. It's honestly that game is cl- almost as close to perfect as I I can think of if you ex- if you exclude the voice acting. Um, the mansion is just such brilliant level design the way that everything connects just eventually gets fused into your mind which is what and i never replay games but when i finished remake um i immediately played through on another campaign as as chris and it's just, <laughs> um, i just saw him drink pickle juice <laughs> <laughs> Some, something's going on. We, we apologize. Finn. Finn is drinking pickle juice. I was like, ooh, what has he got? Oh, that's pickle juice. <laughs> so good. Finn. Why? Well, ho- what? Okay. I changed your mind. This is the scariest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, Finn, what are you um, doing? Finn, why I will you- not be shamed into drinking Clausen pickle juice, the greatest of all pickle juices. He's already got that, like, 3 a.m. dad vibe. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I'm here for it. Fuck yeah. I hate pickles, but it doesn't matter. I'm here for your chaos vibe. I love pickles. I support you. I'd support you even if I don't love pickles. Okay, Finn, you know what? Finn, you know what? There we go. Finn, a real gamer gamer chugs all the pickle juice right now out of the jar. No. Why would anybody want to be a gamer? Don't do it. Jeff, Finn. No, I was kidding. Don't do it. Down to here now. Um, <laughs> anyway, very disturbing. <laughs> anyway. Last week was bagged milk. This week it's pickle juice. What's next? What's I next? <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. Um, <laughs> oh man, uh, lost my train of thought. The um, yeah, I, I lost a lot there. <laughs> I lost a few minutes of my life. Uh, no, so that, anyways, um, 
you know, that game's just a, and I will forever defend, uh, and I, I'm fine with being alone on this. I will defend the tank controls in these games. Uh, it's nice it adds to the fucking scariness. It does. Like, I actually have to, like, turn around before I could start running away. Uh, so I appreciate that they added the alternate option in in the um, HD version. And of, of fucking Lisa Trevor. So I don't mean to Lisa step on Trevor. your toes yeah. here, but, like, the writing in this game is fucking just chef's kiss. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. all the notes. The entries from Lisa's perspective. Oh. Yes, yes. So good. It's really, yeah, like... The game from top to bottom is just is just really impeccable, and uh, I again I, I get why things moved away from this, but like I there's something about the preset camera angles, the way they frame like certain scenes that I just yes. I will never get sick of, and I would love to see some kind of game, whether it's like an indie game or another AAA one, bring like try to recreate some element of that because like just walking down the hallway from that angle and seeing the window here and the lightning from the storm outside, just like I don't know, like I it's just all these images are just so uh, just so memorable and, you know, as good as other games are, none of them really, I don't quite feel that sense of place that I did in the mansion in, in Resident Evil. So that's my pick. I just, I just want a shout out to, to the OG Resident Evil, like the, like the original PlayStation game in the part where, uh, where Jill and Barry walk in on one of the stars members that's been killed and he kneels down and without a shred of fucking irony, like this is some shit that he has seen every day is like, yep, he's been picked to death by crows. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, Just like, take a look at this. Yeah, I hope that's like, not Chris's blood. I hope it's yeah. <laughs> I found this lockpick. I'm giving you, you are almost a jail sandwich. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I remember like being 16 years old playing that, and he's like, he kneels down, and he's like, like this old detective. He says, Yep, been pecked to death by crows. And I'm just, <laughs> Third I'm just, one I'm this just week. Like, oh. Man, if I had a nickel for every time I saw somebody get pecked to death by crows in my line of work. You have a nickel. (laughs) You'd have 15 cents. (laughs) Weird that it happened three times. I believe, um, Jeff, do you have more to say because they keep cutting you off? (laughs) No, I I just got to say, on top of all that, I have such a soft spot for that live action opening to the... To the first game, the oh man, it's it's just fucking abysmal in the best way. We can all agree. I should absolutely be playing Barry in the new movie, right? No, you're not. You're not chunky. Yeah, you're not no, a bear. Barry's muscular. kind of a wide dude. Barry's got that Barry's dad bod. like he's... Butterbean, okay? I'm sure he's very <laughs> strong. I know he's very strong, but he's a big boy. So, I mean, I'm a big boy. You're, I've seen you in person, John, and your body fat percentage and Barry's body fat percentage is very different. So unless you want to start mainlining <laughs> cheesecake, I, you're not ready for the role. I could do, I could, I could play. I've got the attitude. Yeah. I could, I could play Barry. Yeah. I'll put me in a skirt though. And I'll play Rebecca Justin Chambers. Justin Harbour. I mean, David Harbour. Yes. I'm all about that. <laughs> Nobody caught me, and I'm glad for that. No, no, Derek, what did you say? I said, put me in a skirt, though, and I'll play Rebecca Chambers. <laughs> John, that's who you could be. You could be fucking, uh, who's with Rebecca? What's his name? Billy. Oh, it's um Billy, yeah. Billy, yeah. I remember his tattoo, but I don't remember him. 
<laughs> Poor Billy. Brittany, why don't you talk about a scary game? Um, so I have two that I want to talk about. Um, I don't really play scary games because I have anxiety. So normally I watch people play scary games. Um, except for recently, I've played. I played through The Last of Us and I played through Control, which Control isn't like super scary, but it like it's I can see where it, it's it's got an, it's unsettling. Um, but the scariest game I've ever witnessed and attempted to play myself is Siren. That Ooh. game is so fucking scary. It's so, shit. It is. It so is the thing no. that's scary about this is just the utter helpless. Like you play as a little kid. Like you play as a small little girl trying to escape your Shibito parents. And it's like, and it's unsettling because when you, if you get caught as a little girl crawling around your home, like you're trying to escape your parents, right? Because like, so first off, let me, so for those who haven't played Siren, Siren is a game where you're basically, you're, it's almost like you're sent back to this feudal era of Japan. Um, You get, so the story is split between so many characters and some characters get weapons some don't um and the whole you have you you have um like destinations you have to go to or objectives you have to meet in each character scenario and you can go back and play as the same characters but each character has a different scenario and uh it's really convoluted and kind of a mess because you can go down there's like a timeline and in order to 100% the game you have to like get all these certain little things in each scenario but basically in this one i'm talking about you are a little girl your parents have been turned to the shibito which are the enemy and you're helpless you're just a little girl trying to escape and it's like if you get caught they just like kneel down to you with this big ass smile on their face that rip. and shibito they have blood coming down from their eyes and it's literally just the creepiest fucking thing and it's it's a game that has left me to this day. Like when I was pregnant during October, uh, so 2016, I told my spouse to play Siren because it was the scariest game. We had to stop playing because my pregnancy hormones was giving me nightmares because it was just it's so spooky. Is, is this the, the the PS2 version or Blood Curse? Oh yeah, no PS2. PS2. The, okay. the, oh, the OG, yeah, the yeah, OG that's, Siren. That's scarier than Blood Curse in my opinion. And there's another one where you run around. I don't remember who you're playing as in this scenario, but you are playing as um, you're basically running around a school. Like you run around in so many different scenarios, but this one you run around a school and there's a principal that's chasing you. And just the fucking fear that gets into your soul when you're playing, because you have to dodge all these Shibito and then like, He's the boss and you got to fucking escape him. It's just it's you feel so fucking helpless. And same with they're like there's a hospital one where you're running or running away from nurses and it's just so fucking spooky like to this day like I I just like I don't even want to touch it because it's just it's too much for me. My second runner up if y'all don't mind is Silent Hill 4 The Room. Oh, ooh, okay. All right, I wasn't four. expecting four. Room. Yeah. It is my favorite Silent Hill game um, because it's... So every Silent Hill game is, like, 
mentally like it gets into your head but i feel like this one does a really fucking good job of um because you're stuck okay you're obviously you're stuck in your room you're stuck in an apartment you can't leave and when you can like look through a hole at your neighbor you can look out the the peephole you can look out the windows like and when you start playing the game it's just a normal apartment but then you enter Silent Hill. Is it through the bathroom mirror? I don't remember what it is. You enter Silent Hill through somewhere. Through the hole in the bathroom. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, I knew it was something to do with the bathroom. That appears in the shower wall. Um, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. And each time you go to Silent Hill and then you come back to your room, your room is haunted in some aspect. And you have these candles and you can either use the candles to get rid of the haunting in your apartment or you can use it to get rid of ghosts in silent the silent hill world and i remember there was a time when i came back to my i was playing it back in the day when i had bad anxiety i was playing it and i was doing good up until this point i was like somebody else has to play you come back to the room and all of a sudden like there's floating heads outside the window and it just gets worse and worse. Like the further you get in the game, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. But the thing that got me is you get, you get back to your room and there's somebody talking to you in like this deep, low voice. And you can't figure out where it's coming from. You can't fucking get rid of it. I couldn't escape it. You can't fucking leave the room. And I was like, I can't do this. I was like, somebody else has to play from here. And my last comment about the game is it's so you basically you take your neighbor to Silent Hill with you and your ending is based on how well you protect her. So right. I think that's a really interesting concept in a video game. It's, it's, it's not just about you. It's about protecting somebody else and making sure that they're okay. And um, I will say... The only thing that's a downside about that game is it's janky as hell. It so is you'll, janky as fuck. You'll that's zone Silent into hell. a next, <laughs> yeah. You'll zone into another zone. And she'll still be in the last zone, getting eaten by dogs or whatever the fuck is going on. But it, it just has really good storytelling. Um, again, like Resident Evil, you know, you pick up all these notes and everything, and um, I think it's just psychologically it just has the element that I think a lot of Silent Hills are missing. Like Silent Hill as a series is spooky, but I think what it's missing is like, I wouldn't say the execution, but like, it's just some stuff are just like in your face. Like you look at the people and there's just somebody standing like waving outside of your people, you know, like it's just, it's just subtle things that, add up with that you see rather than just you know you walk into a room and it's bloody you know like i think <laughs> silent hill 4 does a good job of just scaring you all around honestly um, honestly like I, I i think silent hill was actually at its peak in pt believe it or not yes agreed. Um, I, I when i played pt and i walked around the corner for the first time and lisa was just standing there in the hallway i i was downstairs and I picked up the phone. And I called my wife, who was upstairs. And I, she was like, "Honey, what's going on?" I was like, "Hey, baby, you want to come downstairs and hang out?" And she was like, <laughs> "What's going on?" I was like, "No, no, no, no. I just thought, thought you might want to come downstairs and hang out right now, uh, because you know I miss you and I love you so much, and I just feeling really lonely." And she's <laughs> like, 
wait a minute are you playing that horror game? I was like, no, no. I was like, no, I just want to. And she's like, are you scared? I was like, no, no, of course. We, you know, miss you. Sorry, sorry, John. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, um, please. I'm glad you brought that up. Like we can't talk about scary games and not talk about PT. Um, like, uh, it's a game, like a lot of people claim it's like overrated now. And I think it's hard to separate it from the fact it was going to be a silent hill project, but I still believe that whether or not that had a Silent Hill attachment to it, that game or demo, whatever you want to call it, was so impactful and so memorable. Uh, I don't know. I think it's an amazing testament to how strong the design in that little slice is. And I'm, it's not easy to make such a short little experience um, still be talked about like however many years later and have people try to buy consoles on ebay that already have it installed so they can like play it again it's yeah. and each crazy. time you play it's different and just yeah. scary and it just like i will for never, a fucking demo it's I'll so good walking down the hallway and all of a sudden the radio voice says look behind you i said look behind you and i would the first time i heard that i stopped and i was like nah man <laughs> no no i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do that i yeah that 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 game like viscerally like physically affected me like i think that game probably took years off my life in about half an hour and uh i still have my ps4 with it with it on there and i'm not willing to let it go i i was like back before all the pandemic started i used to like invite people over I'm like hey you gotta play this yes i still fucking do that i'm still game. like <laughs> fucking play this <laughs> why <laughs> hey, hey john is that on your uh ps4 pro it is actually you know, I've never played it. Ooh. We got extra life coming up. We got extra life coming yeah. up. Yeah. I like where yes. this goes. Yeah. That's. Oh, Derek. Derek I... yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, then. All right. That is, a, <laughs> that is an extra life. How did plan. it? Did it? I thought it came up before the PS4 Pro. Was it after? Probably transferred your account, right? And yeah, no, I just moved my uh, I just moved my hard drive over. Ah. Oh, okay. That's right, because you can't even re-download it anymore, right? No, no that's why I was surprised. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I think if you've already downloaded no. it, I think, no. no. That's why people were buying consoles because I I finished it and deleted it, and I was on vacation when they announced they were pulling it from the downloads, and I was like so fucking mad because I'm like, ah, I can't get home to re-download this before it's gone. Uh, wild. Yeah. You have your phone app. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think I knew about that at the time. Whatever. You guys gotta play that. I yeah. will say another scary Resident Evil game, or like um, another scary Resident Evil game is Resident Evil Seven VR. That oh, is yeah. fucking terrifying. I played that drunk. There's a video of oh, me doing it somewhere online. It is just crazy. It like I stopped playing it. That's a fucking mistake. Um, I, so I think we want to, we want to move on to the, to the, to the last topic, yeah, but our last silly, but we got a but, more giveaway, but I think, yeah, well, like Finn wanted to end with one last mention. Didn't you Finn? I did. I wanted to mention, I don't play very many scary games, but when I do, I, I, I play and beat them, but there is one scary game to this day that I've never gone back to. It freaked me out too much when it came out and then I never finished it. And that was the Xbox 360 launch game, Condemned. Criminal Yo, Ooh, Condemned is good, good shit. Yeah. Condemned 
fucked me up because I was playing it late at night. Let's see, this was 2005. So this was a Katrina Christmas. So I was living with my grandma because we had evacuated. And then I got the 360. I was playing in her basement and it was so poorly lit. And I was playing Condemned. And nope. Oh, no. I got like two hours in. I just, I noped out and was like, guess it's time for Cameo. And then I played Cameo. Cameo. Also good. Cameo. That's my story. Did, did you also play Peter Jackson's King Kong? We don't talk about Peter Jackson's King Kong. I don't fucking like that game, all right? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I was I just got my first retail job in, in an electronic store, and that's like all we have on the demo about That game coming out, there's a lot of hype around it, and then it just went it landed with a wet fart. Kind of it probably wasn't movie. very good. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. All right, Derek, did you want to introduce our last topic? Since it was I your believe idea? we were going to do another giveaway first. Oh, we're doing another giveaway first. We were. We were indeed. Let me pull up the list. You know what? Who's got the fastest fingers? Hit me up with another Saki Bless. If you're one of the people that entered the contest, who can do it? Who's paying attention? Oh, well, what do you know? Our Bronson, I ain't doing nothing good. Good. <laughs> keep, keep doing that. Bronson, we already decided you're not winning anyway. True. Bronson was never going to win because he's already won my heart. Um. So, all right. Pulling up. Okay, so it looks like the first person to announce that was already on my list to win is... Can I get a drum roll, please? No, I don't know. Was that no one gave me a drum roll? You guys, I'm, 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 I'm fucking trying. All right, there mind. we go. All right, all right. Congratulations to Blaine. Oh, Blaine. All right, Blaine won a copy of Crash Four. That's awesome. Awesome. Because uh, shout out to Blaine who played the game in the hotel room because he didn't own. They didn't own a PS One. Uh and Blaine is awesome. So go Blaine. Blaine, you rock. We have one, we have one more to, to give out. Blaine, you know, just uh, just uh, hit up Finn or uh, send a DM to the official account. We'll get you hooked up with your code. Yeah, uh, just DM me. And after the show's over, I will shoot you your... Uh, yes. And also, shout out to Julian for spelling Crash the way it should have been. Wait, did you... Oh, oh no. Hell no. Hell yes. no. Yes to know did anybody hit you up in dms uh yeah just slide into my dms and get a code it's all good (laughs) did anybody tell you what their favorite thing about you was please continue (laughs) i got nothing please continue so we had we had an idea um since it's been a super light news week there's not really news topics that we thought were really fitting for our audience um, you know, didn't really want to sit around and talk about AMD Ryzen CPU reveals because it's not really. I mean, you would, I would, but like we collectively <laughs> would not. Um, that would be me talking about a thing and maybe Jeff chiming in from time to time. Um, <laughs> but I had this fun idea of everybody. So you remember back in like the PS2 days, okay, there were licensed games left and right. A lot of them were pretty fucking decent. It was like a golden era of games coming out that were halfway fun to play based on we got some... a We got a really good Chronicles of Riddick game. How fucked up is Yo, that? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Butcher Bay was great. <laughs> yeah, 
So, so my thought was, yo, everybody here, I want to hear a pitch for your perfect licensed game. All right. What is something that, that to you is a fucking sin that it does not exist. All right. And, and I'm going to say licensed is, is we're open here, right? Movie adaptations, fucking books, fucking cartoons and anime and shit. Jeff, you go first. You got your hand up. Yeah, I'm going to go first. This is uh, maybe cheating a little bit because it kind of already exists, but um, I'm going to stick with our spooky theme for this show. Ooh. Uh, there was a game on the PlayStation 2 called The Thing. Oh, that uh, yeah. Yeah, that was John Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very good at the time, flawed, but it really captured the essence of the movie. Um, Derek, you, you mentioned how much you enjoy Alien Isolation. I didn't love it as much as you, but I appreciate a lot of what it does. Yeah. I know a lot of the staff have unfortunately departed Creative Assembly, but I would love to see some of that group or some of that team uh, revisit the thing. Um, I, I think they really, I think there's a lot of commonalities between that and the Alien game. The that kind of like, uh, you know, stranded in a location kind of, um, you know, I don't know, just like that general vibe. It just fits so well and they handled that was such respect and appreciation for the for the source material while still doing their own thing with it. Um, yeah, I would love to see kind of like a, a new, keep it in that kind of survival horror um, thing. But uh, and I'd love to see what they could do. I'd like to see them play off some of the the elements of that movie where like um, you know you don't really know who's infected and who isn't and stuff like that. I, I don't know what kind of mechanic you could introduce there, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think that could be a really really cool game. That is a really good that idea. That is a actually. fucking baller suggestion, my dude. I'm all about that. Kind of like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you, especially if you set it up like Among Us, you know, like. like well, that's a multiplayer know. mode, right? Yeah. Is you get you get several people playing, and one of them is infected, and you're infecting mm-hmm. the others one by one. Yeah. See. You got to figure out who. Yeah, that's really good, Jeff. Uh, man, that's okay. a strong starter. Who's got? Who who's wants got to try next? to stop that? Okay, I all right. I think I, I all right. I got something good. All I right. got something good here. Hit me, John. Hit me. Okay, so do not hit me. I have a, that, a delicate face. Who here remembers that really terrible turn-based Lord of the Rings JRPG? Yeah, it was like the it, Third it, Age or something like that. Like JRPG. Yeah, it was. Well, it, yeah, it was, it was it, like it was JRPG format, fantasy, but but Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, it was terrible. It was awful. And I was thinking to myself, you know what? I really love RPGs. I love turn-based RPGs. You know what else I love? McDonald's. Oh, so no. what I'm Somebody kick him out. Kick him out. What Shit. I'm thinking is a turn-based, a turn-based RPG set in the world of McDonald's okay, where Ronald, Ronald McDonald is your protagonist. And as party members, you've got the Hamburglar, you've got the Fry Kids, uh, Grimace, um, you know. Oh, I, 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 what the fuck is wrong with you people? And like, you what the got fuck is wrong with us? Basically, what's wrong with spend, us? You can spend. <laughs> you had Ronald McDonald as the fucking villain, Wait, but the Hamburglar gets no, to be your bud. He's the protagonist. He's, he said protagonist. Oh, okay. He's the protagonist, well, and you can spend you can spend money to supersize your attacks. 
God, no! Damage. Somebody go next. Somebody extra, go next. No, hold on. I hold on. Hold I on, expect this on. level of trolling from Finn, but no, no, no. This is this is this is what I want. And the villain, the villain in the game is uh. Well, there's two villains. Oh, there's the Burger King, obviously, is the villain, and then the subservient oh, chicken. Uh, no, no, no. Like has a Kefka moment and uh, kills the Burger King and then becomes the main antagonist for the rest of the game. You're fucking it up, John. You're missing the best swerve. Okay? The f- true villain of the McDonald's RPG are going to be the McKids from the NES platforming game. And they have grown up bitter at Ronald. Are we talking about the Fry Kids? we talk about the Fry Kids? No. Do you not remember McKids? No. The McDonald's licensed platforming game on the original Nintendo? No. Oh, oh, it was oh. a Super Mario Bros. 3 clone. By the way, your older, wiser style character in this game, like every every game needs a Sid, every RPG needs a Sid, is Mac Tonight. You know the guy with the big moon head? The big yeah. half moon head? That's, yeah, Mac Tonight is actually your character who like kind of guides the party through the game. John, John I want you to know will... that sometimes being your friend is exhausting. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's like, your know. dream fucking game. That's oh, that. if you had to put all your hey, you know money. what? We went we from Creative Assembly the thing to McDonald's <laughs> JRPG. We John. live in a world where sneaking is a thing. Anything is possible. Can I ask can I ask a McDonald's uh adjacent question? Okay, no, please. Did is I don't know if this is just a Canada thing. Did you guys ever have the mysterious orange drink that like wasn't orange pop, but wasn't orange juice? What? Dang. Tang? Tang? This has got to be a Canada thing. All right. And never mind. Never mind. No. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys some. orange How about this? How about this? It was literally just called orange drink. It was from McDonald's. It was not carbonated. We I'm better get a fucking sponsor Jeb. after this. Jeb, and, and it would. And it would be provided to schools on track and field day, and they'd fucking show up with eggs of the orange drink and a shirt. Jeff, I got bad news for you, my dude. That was was (laughs) antifreeze. No, look, we got purple stuff. I gotta look at cola. Oh, Sunny D. Hey, Sunny D. The last comment. I'm gonna spice up my McDonald's RPG. The main antagonist of the game is actually the CEO of Chick Fil A. I'm down with that. Fuck it. There you go. You just made the game good. There you go. All right. Please. Somebody, please, please God, yeah. take us away from the McDonald's. Brittany, you got to save me. Okay. So my dream that. game, I don't even fucking care what kind of game it is. I don't care if you got chicken nuggets. I don't care if you got friend. Give me another Chrono game, please. For the love of God, give me another Chrono game. Chrono Cross is my favorite game. I'm not saying it's better than Triggered. I'm saying, what? These are supposed to be licensed games. Well, it's licensed oh. Chrono Trigger. <laughs> you know what, John? You gave us fucking McDonald's JRPG. You a license. I don't fucking know. Then that's a license. What is all right, Britt? What is something that? What is what is a licensed product or a character? Like, like or a TV show. show, or a movie, or a comic, a serial game. Fuck. Give me. How about uh, Derek goes while Brittany Give me a Mass Effect type Buffy the Vampire Slayer game. Yo. Let me romance the fuck out of some Buffy characters. Huh. That turnaround, oh. though. I've never yeah. actually seen a single episode of that. Uh, 
It's I'm rewatching good. it with my wife right now. Season four is fucking brutal because I hate Riley, but oh man, it's oh it's, season it's four and five. Oof. I love season five. What? Wait, no, five is good. Six is oof. Sorry. Yeah. Six okay, agreed. Oof. All right. Glory is awesome. Let me play as a badass female who fucking romances the fuck out of some vampires, maybe some shitty army boys, maybe some girls. Why the fuck not? We got Willow. She's a lesbian. It's 2020, you know? mm-hmm. Right. And she would be a fucking magic user. Like, this would be a great fucking game. Did, uh, did anyone play that? Like, was it PS2 era, Buffy? I didn't realize I, there was a PS2 the, era, Buffy. The Chaos Bleeds one. Or Chaos it was, yeah, it was, it was actually pretty popular at the time. I think it was well-received. Yeah, there was like a, I think, Xbox or, or PS2 Buffy. How do I not know about this? I'm gonna tell you, pouring water on my head in anger is turning out to be quite lovely for my skin. So yeah. it feels really good. Anyway, are you still angry about McDonald's? No. Yeah, I'm still fucking angry about <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Finn, my man. I'm just wondering what the fuck I was drinking then. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I told you, antifreeze. <laughs> you, Jeff, you know how many times I've asked myself that in college. <laughs> what the fuck was I drinking? Who's also, going next? Antifreeze. Finn, you got something, man? I can go this first. Is not pickle moment. juice. I do. I do. Um, I'm torn about saying it though because it's technically had licensed game adaptations, but they're all just universally terrible, like exponentially, uh, like uh, <coughs> diametrically opposed to the quality of the subject material has been as bad as the games are. Yeah. So I really want the last airbender or Korra or something in that universe, but as an actual good game for once in my life, because I feel like that property uh, richly deserves a good gaming entry. And based on the M night Shyamalan movie, of course I will fucking end you. No, but (laughs) like I would even be fine with them taking like getting since the writers have quit the the soon to be doomed Netflix live action adaptation, they're now free. Have them pen the story for the Avatar after Korra. Give us the Earthbender who now lives in a super tech society that no longer even needs the Avatar and their spiritual like shenanigans. Like have that be the core concept. I don't know. I don't care. Give me some good old fashioned making an RPG, making an action game. I just want it to be good. And also, I'd, I'd love say, to see Cora on her gay adventures. Make that a game. The fact that Cora, like Platinum, made a Cora game and it was subpar yeah. is upsetting to me. I would also like a game based on the Wicked and the Divine series, which is the most Derek comic book franchise I've ever encountered. I'll have to check it. I don't uh, know it. So, oh, bruh. It is 100. So it's a uh, every every three years, a bunch of teenagers are reborn as classical gods, but as pop stars. What? And 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 uh, then it becomes a very simple premise. But it uh it um. Well, that's just Tokyo yeah. Rock sessions. No, <laughs> no. It uh it gets dark and it gets bad. And there's also a uh, a bisexual Lucifer who explodes people's heads with a snap that I think just, it makes me think of Derek. Anyway, I want to make that into a telltale style Wolf Among Us game. Um, it's good stuff. That's all I got. John's mad. 
Brittany said the McDonald's game, but it's just John trying to carry a bag of fries without it busting out the bottom. That was one time. That ring video okay. is still... It has watered my crops and hydrated my skin. It's wonderful. That was one fucking time. Okay? <laughs> one time and through no fault of my own. It is, one of, it is completely not your fault. It is still one of the single best things I've ever seen. I expected you to turn. Just the look down and like back. Like. You look to a camera that was not there. Like, <laughs> and, and in that I moment, even realize I, I, was felt, being recorded. I felt complete and total kinship with you at that moment in a way I never have before and never it was since. Really, it was really just a, a metaphor for 2020 overall, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we didn't even know it was coming, man. It was an omen. It really, really. was. Oh, Derek, Derek yeah. um, I'm going to close this out. So I've said this before on Twitter and I, I strongly believe in this. Um, I am exceptionally mad that, uh, Firaxis, the, uh, creators of the XCOM games, uh, the, the, the new XCOM games, not the, the original creators of, of XCOM UFO defense back in the fucking day. Um, but I'm very mad that Firaxis has not made an X-Men tactics game and yes. an X-Men com, if you will. Um, I'm just saying that, like, if you took the structure of XCOM with, like, a Days of Future Past-y kind of setting and storyline, get some good classic, like, blue and gold 90s aesthetic going on with, like, some cell shading, you know, have all of these unique X-Men who, who actually have, like, their unique movement and attack abilities based on what they can actually do, rather than having, like, a generic, recruitable, randomized, but actual, like, set characters more like fire emblem style or something um and well hell um xcom um chimera squad all the characters are unique and have like their own individual kits so already you have precedent for that within that format um i am i am just saying that an an x-men xcom game and probably you know what drawing more from chimera squad than XCOM 1 or 2. Because Chimera Squad's just better suited for that um, in terms of being kind of tighter and more mission-focused and less immediately apocalyptic um, and, and like the unique characters and all that shit. Just X-Men Com. Should have happened a long time ago. And I'm, I'm upset that it, that it hasn't happened. But I'm upset that there's not more X-Men shit in general and it's because of... Fox for such a long time owning the X-Men license and Marvel going, hey, nope. X-Men Origins Wolverine was actually a much better game than movie. It sure was. Well, that's not hard because any functioning <laughs> game was going to be better than that piece of dog shit movie. But I digress. X-Men com. Wow. Jeff actually put the fries video in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. Uh. Matter of fact, <laughs> hang on. I'm so going to air it. I'm gonna put the, the fries video on the podcast right now. Oh, Please do. do it. I'm I'm a king, and no, Jeff put that down, away. Jeff. Jeff, put that away. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. Here Yay. we go. I've never seen that. It's so good. This is John Yay. coming oh, up. Oh, we'll put it on the stream. Yes. Yeah, he put it on the screen. <laughs> I, I love it. the car walks. The car walks. The lights flash, and then just. <laughs> 
<laughs> we gotta hit this now. Look, it's coming. Oh, no. It's coming. Oh, no. oh, fuck. <laughs> Play it on loop. There it is. Oh, right. Just... Anyway. anyway, I thought that was important for for the sake of history. So, oh, you I forgot how actual good it is. <laughs> it's so good. It's so Lena good. Right. Lena's right. It actually is the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like it's just you just immediately hear the sound of silence pick up. You can <laughs> you can pinpoint the second his heart snaps in half. Yeah. Like like I just I I did I didn't I even really understand what had happened. Again. How did you find that so fast, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff I, I have a I have a really good memory sometimes that I remembered. <laughs> I just remembered. Uh, All right. Don't say, don't say I don't ever do anything for you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Derek, uh, can I redeem? I've got a quick. Yes, please to- redeem yourself. I want to continue so loving you after this show. Check this out. A Sherlock Holmes game. So I love Sherlock Holmes. Developed by Arcane Studios in the style Ooh. of Dishonored. Um, You know, with that kind of watercolor look like that aesthetic you mean yeah that aesthetic yeah um uh focused around with the detective system of the batman games um where you have crime scenes and you're looking for clues uh and you have to follow those clues to a logical conclusion like that said obviously set in london like that is that 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 is what i want um you know funny mcdonald's games aside i feel like a sherlock's home a sherlock holmes game in the hands of a studio like arcane would be fucking awesome you know what i fuck with that you've redeemed yourself see see you're back on the show i told you (laughs) uh the fries is what saved him honestly (laughs) (laughs) his misery is what saved him redeemed all of us his his humanity at that moment oh, Wait, that's, that's what we, we got, got folks. Giveaway. yeah we do we got one more code we got one more uh, crash code to give away right Finn no <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's good. Finn has arbitrarily decided not to give. No, away. no, no. They're, they're, I was giving two away to people in the stream. The third, I'm pulling from the total group of people that got responded it. on the. Twitter. Oh, got you, got uh, you. Oh, right. I wanted okay. to give more chances to win to people that join the show, right. but the final code will be pulled from uh, the overall. Got you, like, got you. So it's gonna be yeah. separate from the stream. Good man. Got Look you, at you in your, in your magnanimous, you, beautiful Wait, ways. But I do have something else. Keep this is for everyone in the stream. Keep an eye this week on our uh, main channel, the official SDGC. Um, I will be announcing we have another giveaway for next week for another uh, game that just released. Um, and it's actually going to be this time. So Crash was a PS4 digital code. Next week will be for a uh, Switch code. Everyone knows that Switch games are always somehow better. So keep an eye out on how to win. Just like the crash one, it'll be a very simple way to enter. We don't want to uh, gatekeep anyone for lack of like art ability or like sometimes we do like art contests, but I'm going to make it simple so that more people can enter so that we can have more fun with it. So keep an eye out. Uh, Remorse Betrayal in chat says what game? 
that's half the fun. You'll find out when I announce the contest. It's the last of waifus on Steam. Yes, it is. Oh, and also, no. uh, I, I couldn't believe that store page, and I was I was so immediately was I was so immediately <laughs> nauseous. That's a real game that I exists apparently. By the I way, I hate Steam no. so fucking much. Fuck Steam, <laughs> seriously. I hate so, my yeah. reliance. Um, keep oh my god! Also, I've got some housekeeping for oh, us. Housekeeping. A uh, shout out to Brittany. For getting her, she's going to be handling her first review code for Shout us. Shout out to Brittany. So, woo That's woo. right. Well, Brittany, you're doing a stream this weekend, too. That's what he's talking about. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about. Oh, I thought <laughs> two. About, no, no, no. No, this oh. is. You have two things. You have a stream. Yeah. Yes. But then you well, also have a three. review code now. Yeah, because yeah, there's two games you want to stream. Coming. So, yes. so, you're going to mm-hmm. fucking kill it this month, is what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brittany is jumping on strong with a whole bunch of, whole slew of content she's doing the stream. But today, we got approved for a review code for Brittany. So, that's going to be on the docket soon. Oh, um, yeah. And also, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, as is the case every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern is community game night. Now, um, we we generally we've been having a lot of people pile into these. So here's what we're going to do. If you want to play Among Us, we got a channel for Among Us. I am going to fire up a game of Dead by Daylight. And if you want to play a little Dead by Daylight, you are more than well because I have not played it. Are you so playing on you PC? You can even stream. I could, I could, I could stream it. Spooky month. Um. So, so I am going to do. Uh. Might be. Um. Might be PC. Uh. Simply because that would make it easier for everybody. I think. Um. Also, like the, the game has crossplay, doesn't it? Like. I don't, I don't think know. it matters. I've never played, so I don't. Let know. me research it. I will. I will confirm that. I will confirm that. I um, can but, play it on either. So. <laughs> but also, as Brittany said in chat, y'all better be spamming that fucking Saki emoji. Um, as far as the uh, last, so yeah, community game night tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's every week now on Fridays. Um, uh, last minute housekeeping. Uh, we've got uh, extra life coming up with me and Derek. I'll be driving over to his place this year, and we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be playing some uh, some terrible games like uh, Left Alive, which is ironic because there's nothing left alive. The of plan the was fr- to play Left Alive uh, and Metal Gear Survive. We're gonna play two yeah. awful. Japanese made and PT survival now. games and now PT one good one one good one to cleanse the palate. So, so Derek, <laughs> you gotta I get some like, cheese. Yeah. I feel like I need to step outside of the room so you can play PT in the dark completely by Let's yourself. See how that goes, Finn. You have something to say. I do. I can't. I, I I've changed my mind already. I came up with how we're gonna do the entries for the giveaway next week. Okay. Uh, you have to tweet a picture of yourself dabbing to Peachy on Twitter and oh, tag the no. official account. This is no. this is actually harassment. No. Oh no. No. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. We will We've come given up with too much power. He has way too much. Yeah. Power. What about people who aren't on Twitter? Yeah. What about those people? What Finn? about those people? If you're not on Twitter. Join, make sure you're on the show next week because I will, of course, once again be giving out codes to people in chat as well. Damn, you handled that really well. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Finn, that's fucked up, man. Folks, that's fucked. On that horrible, horrible note, it has been a lovely, chill, and ridiculous night 
uh, I'm very damp and I'm getting clammy from the number of times I've poured water on my head. So, <laughs> yeah, we should call that quits for the night. Yep. We will, we will, we will call it quits. Thank you for tuning in, uh, everybody, as you do every Thursday night. Um, like I said on Twitter the other day, my DMs are open. It's a stressful time right now. If you need to talk, uh, shoot me a DM, and we can talk about whatever you need to. Um, even if I don't answer right away, I will respond. Uh, so, so please, that is that is something that you were able to do uh, if you so desire. And also, um, we have a Patreon. Uh, if you want to go hit up our Patreon, uh, the you know we don't gatekeep any of our content. Uh, at all and and we won't but uh if you want to help us get to some of the conventions whenever it is they happen to to open back up um so we can get out there and get you some of that good games coverage that we know uh you're used to from us uh that always helps so you know if you can afford it please uh hit us up on uh on patreon we also have our um our discord channel uh which you can find uh pinned to the official sdgc twitter account uh, we've got all uh, there. Nightbot just tossed it out in chat. We've got like what, like 270 people in there now. We got channels from everything for, to general topics to gaming to Final Fantasy, of course, uh, mental health and venting and the election and all that stuff. Just be kind to each other is all we ask. Uh, and speaking of that, kindness costs nothing. Take care of each other, and we will see you next week. Good night, everyone.